Hey everybody, welcome to Kern Talks, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church's podcast where we revisit the message from this week's church service. I'm Krista Q, the worship leader and producer at Kern Church. We know you're busy and maybe don't have time to watch the video for a whole service. Well, we got you covered with Kern Talks. With that said, let's hear Pastor Donna Hester's message from Sunday, June 13th. Say what? Our gospel lesson this morning comes from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 4, verses 26 through 34, and I'm reading from the Common English Bible. Then Jesus said, This is what God's kingdom is like. It's as though someone scatters seed on the ground, then sleeps and wakes night and day. The seed sprouts and grows, but the farmer doesn't know how. The earth produces crops all by itself. First the stalk, then the head, then the full head of grain. Whenever the crop is ready, the farmer goes out to cut the grain because it's harvest time. He continued, What's a good image for God's kingdom? What parable can I use to explain it? Consider a mustard seed. When scattered on the ground, it's the smallest of all seeds on the earth. But when it's planted, it grows and becomes the largest of all vegetable plants. It produces such large branches that the birds in the sky are able to nest in its shade. With many such parables, he continued to give them the word as much as they were able to hear. He spoke to them only in parables, then explained everything to his disciples when he was alone with them. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. This morning, we get a story. We get the ways in which Jesus taught those around him. And he taught by parable. A parable is a short story illustrating a single point. Or a parable is a teaching device using surprise or reversal so hearers can draw their own conclusions. As chapter 4 of the Gospel of Mark begins, there are several parables. This morning as we work our way through the chapter, we have two parables which are specifically told to the crowd and to the disciples. But we're told that Jesus gave many other parables as well. He continued to share parables as much as they could understand in the hearing. He spoke to the crowds in parables. 
Now, when he was off by himself with his disciples, sometimes he explained those parables a little more concretely. But for the most part, Jesus teaches in parables. Jesus teaches in parables so that one has to think about what Jesus is saying. Jesus doesn't give a quick, solid teaching. Jesus gives a teaching for the ears to hear, for the soul to digest. Jesus tells his parables. And the crowds, even the disciples, would listen. And then I suspect they'd be like, Say what, Jesus? What? What are you trying to tell us? And let's be honest. We read the parables as Jesus told them to the crowds, as Jesus told to the disciples. And there's a part in our own spirit that asks the same question. Say what? What's that about? What are you trying to teach us, Jesus? Jesus this morning gives parables about seeds, parables about agriculture, and it's not uncommon. This time of year, a time where we in Tennessee and North America are tending to our gardens quite often every summer at this time. We get parables from Jesus that talk about seeds, parables that talk about plants, parables that talk about different types of soil. Some of those parables begin the fourth chapter of the Gospel of Mark. But this morning, we get two parables in the fourth chapter of the Gospel of Mark that aren't parables that we hear from the other Gospels. We don't hear these parables of the sprouting seed or the parable of the mustard seed as it is told in the Gospel of Mark in either the Gospel of Matthew or the Gospel of Luke. This morning, Jesus begins His story. Begins His story with this is what God's kingdom is like. It's as though someone scattered seed on the ground, then sleeps and wakes night and day. The seed sprouts and grows, but the farmer doesn't know how. The earth produces crops all by itself. First the stalk, then the head, then the full head of grain. Whenever the crop is ready, 
The farmer goes out to cut the grain because it's harvest time. The sprouting seed. What is it that Jesus is trying to teach us? What point is Jesus trying to get across? Think about this time of year. Think about maybe the garden that is in your backyard or the gardens that you grew up tending. The kingdom of God is like a garden. The kingdom of God is a garden where the seed is planted. The seed sprouts. The seed grows. And it produces a crop. First the stalk, then the head, then the full grain of the head. Imagine. Imagine that that garden or that kingdom that God is building has planted and waiting for a harvest is us. The seeds are planted. We plant various seeds, corn, beans, lettuce, and others. But in God's garden, we plant very different seeds. The seeds that are planted in God's garden are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Those seeds that are planted, if you didn't recognize them, are the seeds of the fruits of the Spirit. God plants the seeds and they sprout. And as they sprout, we become a different part of the garden. And it may be there's different points in which these seeds germinate. Different ways in which they grow that night and day can take a lot longer for some of the seeds than the others. But when they hit that full grain, then we have the fruit of love. Or maybe we've harvested love. And the seed that has been planted and sprouting is the fruit of joy or the fruit of peace or the fruit of kindness or the fruit of goodness or the fruit of faithfulness 
or the fruit of gentleness or the fruit of self-control. In God's kingdom, there are all these little patches of gardens. The children of God each have their own plot, have their own time in which to sprout, in which to become a full grain, and a way in which to harvest. And when we harvest those fruits, we build the kingdom. We go out and share the love of God. We proclaim the message of the good news. And we do it in the ways in which we have been called. The ways in which we have been cultivated and tended. And our harvest, our harvest of all of these fruits helps us to share, to share the love of God. It's interesting that a lot of the commentaries I read about these parables this week talked a lot about one of these fruits the fruit of patience. Patience. Jesus is calling for us to be patient for the harvest to come. To be patient for the building of the kingdom. To be patient. Not something we are good at as humans. We plant our seeds. We want our fruit instantaneously. And yet, we have to wait. To wait for that night and day to pass. To wait for that seed to become a bush. But Jesus says, be patient. And again, we ask that question. Say what? You want us to be patient? You want us to wait? Most importantly, we want, you want us to wait in terms of following you? Sometimes we get in the way when we try to get to that harvest too soon. And we do that in the kingdom as well. God is the farmer. It's God who calls for the harvest. God who tends the plants. Let us be patient. Let us take our time. Let us 
recognize the harvest that has come within each one of us. And let us go about our ways of sharing the kingdom, sharing the love, proclaiming the good news as we listened to Jesus' parables and as we find their meaning for us today, tomorrow, and forevermore. Let us pray. Jesus, so often we listen to your parables and we want to know what it is you are saying. We listen to your parables and we want them explained. Help us to be patient. Help us to listen to your story, to find the point that we need to focus on. As we are about your kingdom, as we are the harvest of your kingdom, prepare us. Prepare us for the fruits to mature and prepare us to be about your kingdom and bringing your love and care to others. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to Kern Memorial United Methodist Church or see entire services, you can visit our YouTube channel, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church, and remember to like and subscribe for updates. You can also visit us on our Facebook page at Kern Memorial United Methodist Church. Thanks and have a blessed day.